everybody. And it's Sunday once again. My week just flies by. And then I get to sit here for two hours and talk to you all. So I am... So I can't look forward to it every week, Dub, and it's also the fastest two hours of my life every week. It's like I know sooner to sit down and then we talk and then I'm gone again. <laughs> so hopefully life's straight and you're grand and you're trying to navigate the snowflakes. <laughs> uh, did you have to drive him anywhere on Tuesday when it was all yucky out there? Um, Just a little bit. Okay. Yeah, I think, was that the weird sky mm-hmm. i was out when it looked so spooky mm-hmm. but yeah. i mean i did all right but okay. it was kind of strange yeah no, it <laughs> being was, out and well, seeing it here thunder snow too <laughs> yeah and so yeah i was lucky i didn't have to go anyplace so i just got to watch it from from the balcony of my living room <laughs> that's always nice i'd rather uh, be inside oh, for that well, and especially the first snow snow of the year people get a little bit it's like how long have you lived here in minnesota i mean people drive the conditions mm-hmm. and it's just and these people these morons that think they got four by fours and they forget that on ice nothing doesn't helps. yeah exactly i ate my candy bar and now it's stuck in my throat oh <laughs> that's a three musketeer bar nice <laughs> but anyway yeah so it's just, i just i i just don't understand people that think just because you got a four by four by is great when you got like you know, 15 inches of snow. You got to get through. Okay, then yes. you, you're okay. And boy, I've had that a couple of times. There's one time particularly, I can't remember, I had to be four or five years ago, maybe five. But anyway, uh, it's, it was snowing, you know, when I got here. And sure. that, it probably there was already four inches, you know, on the ground when I got here. By the time I left, just in the two hours, okay, there probably was about another four or five inches. Wow. Well, anyway, out in Hugo, where I live, uh, where the winds come off the field, it creates drifts. Yes. Okay, so I was smart enough not to take 165th off to 61. I decided to go around 170th and come around Ingersoll. Well, dummy me forgot about the real sharp bend in the road and where the, it will drift. Okay, when I hit the drift on oh. that road, it was up almost above my door. Oh, my gosh. I'm just kind of like... Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, keep going. Keep going. Just, you can make it through. I mean, going around that curve, it mm. was getting touchy mm-hmm. if I was going to be able to keep on going because the wheels aren't straight, and that's even worse when the wheels are turned because you're going around the corner. It's a real sharp corner. And, boy, I'll tell you, once I straightened out, it's like, okay. We made, we oh, made yeah. And now I got to get in my driveway. <laughs> I've been caught in a couple snowstorms where, like, it was just, you know, those moments where you're like, I, I just got to get from here to yes. there. Yep. And then how quickly it gets, it just changes so quickly, so fast. Um, well, it's like, like white see, out conditions. Yeah, because it was four inches when I came in. Yeah. And I came to back roads. I never take the freeways when there's snow because people are idiots. And mm. I, know, I know about my driving, but everybody else is like, bleh, bleh, bleh. Well, anyway, and so then, you know, they hadn't put the plows out. And then we got another four or five within that couple of hours being here. And so it, it was, it took me almost two hours to get home. It usually oh takes gosh. me. 25 minutes because wow. I took the back roads because I wasn't taking and then nothing was plowed and that's when I was going I love my four I love my four <laughs> I love my four <laughs> so yeah so it was it was it was craziness but yeah it's um I had to cancel class on Tuesday night because it was just uh because it was just wackadoodle there was no, no, uh, accidents all over the place and, right and it's like you know what nothing's worth to me getting somebody getting hurt coming out oh exactly so yeah so i called them and said okay let's make it next wednesday and they said oh okay so so i got class now this one tuesday no tuesday tomorrow yeah today yeah tuesday. <laughs> tomorrow's uh, monday yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah days it is kind of and then uh, halloween's coming up are you doing anything for halloween or 
Well, I'll be here at least during the day doing okay. the producing the Saturday shows yeah. and Harmony from Shop Girls. Well, they put me on the spot of like we should all dress up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, uh, the year I was not even thinking about because <laughs> I'm not making plans. Right, but right, right. so I'm gonna try to come up with oh, something nice. last minute just because I get to be here, so well, I'll see go. somebody there you go, there you <laughs> for go. a little bit. I have no idea what to expect. Our <laughs> our kids went from 30 coming, you know, but then they've all grown sure. up, and now they're having kids, married and having kids of their own because we've been there 40 years. Okay, so we've seen a lot grow up and go. Last year, I think I had five. Oh, okay. And so it's like, okay, never mind, because I had a lot of candy left over. But no, I shouldn't say left over. The people that did come got a lot of candy. They, they only had to come to our house, and it's like they went trick-or-treating, you know, <laughs> all over heck. <laughs> so I don't know. I just, I, I got standards. How I always get the standards, you know, the big candy bars. Nice, yeah. That's but we'll just good. see see if anybody shows up with what's going on, or right? Whatever that's type the thing. thing. So that, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Because I just figured if somebody drives up, you know, um, I'll just walk out, you know, to the and and, and whip it at him. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, get your get your case out and see if you can catch it as I whip it. <laughs> so we'll see how it goes. So hopefully you guys got some questions for me today. Uh, 651-641-1071. Uh, Tuesday was a grand day. My first granddaughter was born. Oh, okay. congratulations yep. to your family. Eight pounds, six ounces. My daughter now has three boys, two, four, six, and now a granddaughter uh, of Oh. That is just now uh, a little over a week, or going to be a week old on Tuesday. Yeah. And everything, she had another C-section. Everything, the mom's doing fine, baby's Good. doing fine. And uh, her name is Audrey. Mm-hmm. And uh, my daughter said, told me when she was pregnant, she said, I don't want, I'm not doing pink. I'm not doing pink. Don't get me anything with pink. So she posts a picture. Oh, no. <laughs> was there pink? And she had a... Headband on, you know how they put bowls or flowers on, so because it's a girl. And what color was it? Pink. Yes. <laughs> so I made a note. I said, I you, I was told no pink, and so and I, you know, what's a smiley face? Yes. But I told her though, a hot pink. I'm sorry, I will not pass hot pink because to me that's not pink. Pink. Hot pink is just a bright that's color. Bright. Yeah. So anyway, so she goes. Oh, <laughs> so I said so. You know, like I said, no pink, huh? <laughs> and uh, she said, ah, oh, I got, she had been, because she's, uh, this is her first girl. Everybody had been sending girly stuff because all she oh, has is hand-me-downs and boys. Okay? Yeah. So anyway, so she said, mom, I got to use some of it. I said, I'm just giving you a hard time. Right. Because she was in, she wanted purple. Purple or like a I mint green. Purple. Yeah, purple or mint green is what she kind of wanted this Audrey to wear. So I, I try to find some purple stuff for a baby that size. Was it hard? Yeah. Very. It's, it's probably, yeah, it's probably more it's lavender. The... Some of the lavenders, okay. but she wanted purple. Oh, so, okay. So, you, know, there's a, you know, this is like this. Okay, this is purple. Yeah. Can you all see that now? Yeah. <laughs> Holding radio. up my mask. <laughs> now that's a royal purple. And anyway, so, and that's what she had in mind. And luckily in, in a couple garage sales, I did find a really uh, cool outfit that was purple and other bright colors. And so that was pretty cool. Oh, cute. Yeah. I've never worn it. It was like, oh, this is cool. So then I asked her, I said, do you want me to wash all this stuff before I send it? She said, nope. To send it up. She says, I'll leave it in the garage, you know, for a week. Then I'll wash it. And so I said, okay, because I didn't want to put all that effort into it. You know, if she's going to, what she, she going to do at her end. Right. Like, why do it? You know, so anyway, you know, all worked, all worked, all worked. So yeah, new granddaughter, Audrey, born. Her date of birth is 10-20-20. Aw. Isn't that cool? 10-20-20. 
So yeah, first granddaughter. So already I help all the boy, those three her three brothers. <laughs> Good luck to her. Uh, well, no, I pity those boys because I got a feeling she's going to have a kick, kick butt personality. Oh, really I'm do. sure, definitely. Yes, yeah. so we'll, we'll <laughs> she'll be able this. to take care of herself. And I pity sure. the guy when she gets dating. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you had to put up a three <laughs> three big brothers because these boys are going to be big. I'll tell you. Nice and muscular. Mm. But anyway, so hopefully you got a question for me. 651-641-1071. And today what I want to talk about is, uh, let's say the dog has got your glasses or the dog has comes around the corner, got the sock in the mouth or the remote control. Everybody's knee-jerk reaction is to run towards the dog, drop it, drop it, okay? Well, I'm going to show you, I'm going to give you a training tip on what you're going to do with your dog to, so that in case he ever does come around the corner with a remote, your hearing aid, that sock, what you're, what you're going to teach him so that it doesn't turn into a catch-me-if-you-can game, okay? Okay, here we go. We got riddles, difficult riddles. You ready for this one? Okay, what English word has three consecutive double letters? Three consecutive double letters, an English word. We'll be back. All right. Yes, this is a KDK9 show every Sunday, 4 to 6 on mytalk1071.com. And remember, all the shows here on My Talk are podcast, or you can stream it live when we're on. You can go to mytalk1071.com. So check that out. And all, if you're driving and you hear something through my show, remember, you can get all my podcasts on my uh, my podcast. Show my all my shows are podcast on my show page on mytalk1071.com. Okay, what English word has three consecutive double letters? Okay, well, I had a caller and she might have answered the riddle for me. Okay, that's fine. Go Bookkeeper, ahead. you got it. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yes, it is. I'll be dead. We have clever, smart there, listeners. There so I thank her for that. Well, you know, I, I'm impressed that you just didn't say it. And ke- oh, took to credit? Ho- oh, took no, 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 credit. I would yeah. never do that. Oh, well, that's that. But no, you're a bookkeeper. And I've never thought of it till you, when you look at it written, you know, that it's that way. It never exactly. Even it. I yeah. was like, oh, and so I just. Yeah, you, cool. Bookkeeper. Yeah. Ding, I trusted ding, ding. her. Well, thank you for helping. Car- <laughs> Happy and Hopey. Yes. I almost said Carly. Uh, but, for, uh, but looking very, very smart. So that's cool. Yes, thank you. Too bad the caller didn't stay in line. We can say thank you, caller, for knowing the knowing the. Thing. Okay, so yeah, uh, give out six five one six four one one zero seven one. And who do we have? We have Cecilia, and she has an itchy dog, and she's looking at um, some tips for better nutrition. Okay, he sounds good. Hi, Cecilia, how you doing? Good, good, good. What kind of dog do you have? Uh, Bashan mix. Okay, how old? Uh, two years old. Okay, and uh, what are you feeding now? She was getting regular dog food, but she's been so itchy that I want to make homemade food. Okay. So I made a batch this morning with grilled chicken, uh, peas, carrots, brown rice, um, potatoes, okay, and then a, and then a, a little bit of fish oil. Okay, okay. Always add if you don't put it in your food. Always add that when you feed them. Okay. Okay, because you don't want to cook the fish oil. All right. Okay, yeah. and then now what you're gonna do? Got a piece of paper and a pencil. Uh-huh. We want the book Real Food for Healthy Dogs and Cats by Dr. Becker, B-E-C-K-E-R. Okay, so that's Karen Becker. She is a holistic vet. 
All right. And so that sheet okay. it helps you uh, understand how to do it properly. Because right now what you just said, you got two starches. You got brown rice, you got potatoes. Okay. Usually what you want to do is nix both of those and you want to use squashes, all kinds. You know, whether you cook a spaghetti squash, you know what I mean, and, and, and scoop it out or acorn squash or butternut squash or pumpkin or whatever. That is more of a base that would you'd rather use than the rices and any potatoes. Got too much starches in the dog's uh, diet is not good, all right? Okay. And so that's why you want to nix those. But that real food for the healthy dogs and cats will help you prepare the dinners correctly. So, Because when you look at the plate of a dog, you want to, it's a three-quarters meat, an eighth calcium, and an eighth veggies, all right? That's what it is. There is no... Uh, you know, starches or whatever, that's not good for the, you know, every once in a while it's fine, you know, but not on a regular, regular basis. And brown rice is better than white rice if you, you don't want to do that every once in a while, but just don't do it on a regular basis. Okay. Okay. And then what you want to do, though, is you want to add, because when the furnace goes on to when the furnace goes off, our skins get, our skin gets, you know, dry, and so we put lotion on it, right? And we can't mm-hmm. do that with the dogs or cats. So we got to help them from the inside out, and that's by providing more omega threes and sixes. That's what they need: okay. omega threes and sixes. You can use canned sardines in water. You can do that. Uh, you can give like one or two cans a week, you know, to the dog to help build, you know, bump up that omega threes and sixes. Same with cats. Cats, my 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 cats go nuts. All I have to do, I know, sooner get the top of that can peeled. I've got cats like in my face. You give it to me now. But anyway, and so it's better than tuna, healthier for them too, because the small fishes don't have the uh, heavy metals, you know, like tuna, salmon, you know, the big fish. That they, you know, in the human world, we're not supposed to eat the big fish more than twice a week because of the heavy metal contents. So that's why you want to pick on the small fishes, all right? Okay. Okay, yeah. and then I would get, uh, you could also help with itching the uh, organic apple cider. Organic apple cider. And what you're just going to do is, how many pounds is your pepper? Uh, probably like 14. 14, okay. You could put, uh, put a teaspoon a day in their food, a teaspoon a day. Or you can go every other day. It's up to yourself how you want to do that. And because that will help. And then the extra virgin coconut oil, that has really good fats to it. So a lot of times that helps with itchy dogs. Okay. And then uh, Springtime Ink has a healthy skin and coat. And their oil is different because it's not a fish oil, it's a nut oil. It's made from all kinds of different nuts. And so some dogs that don't do well with fish, that might be uh, an alternative also. But anytime you start adding the oils, you got to do so very slowly. Otherwise, they're going to get the runs. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and so you, you just don't come out of the bat. You know, if it, it, it'll tell you like with extra virgin coconut oil, it's one teaspoon per 10 pounds of body weight is what okay. it is. But you have to build like over a two to three week span with that. Because like I said, that really, that's, it's really oily <laughs> for the dogs. And then okay. obviously too, what also creates itching is too many chemicals in or on them. If you're doing heartworm, if you're doing flea and tick, all those chemicals really hurt the immune system. So you might want to stop all that. Over vaccinations also plays a big part in their immune system and their itchy skin. So you want, you got to look at the environment also. Uh, do you use uh, oils like a diffusers? Uh, no. 
Good, good, good. All right, uh, because that people don't realize how that toxifies the environment for dogs and cats when they're overused. And oh, okay. uh, yeah, and so that's what we got to look at is the whole thing. If you got new carpet, new um, new furniture, those all have you know stuff in them. You know, uh, what do you want chemicals? And so, mm-hmm. you know, the dogs and the cats are walking in it, laying in it, and getting on it, and then they're licking it off. So that sometimes can add to it also. Because everybody thinks that an itchy coat, it could be, you know, allergies, true, but it can be the environment. It can be toxification. Because uh, uh, all allergies is is a malfunction of the immune system. And so that's why we got to feed them better, give them better, uh, you know, uh, just fix them by from the inside out is what we got to do. And by getting off the, the you cooking for the dog, that's going to be huge. And you can make batches like every Sunday and then freeze them in uh, the weekly what you need, you know, for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And you just, uh-huh. t- you know, they just take them out like two days at a time, uh, you know, to thaw them out. And then you just uh, put like hot water on it to bring it to or uh, if you nuke it. The bad thing about nuking it is that it takes the good stuff out, right? Because a right. microwave, you know, does that. It messes with the the good, you know, the, the how it heats it up. So you're better off to either take it out like first thing in the morning so it gets to room temperature, or add a little bit of hot water so that it brings it to room temperature. You know, so but you know, it's thawed out obviously because <laughs> you always want to make sure that the food is served at room temperature. But sometimes when people when they nuke it, it takes uh, the good stuff out. It kills that. But then also too, you don't realize that sometimes there's a hot spot in there and that could hurt your pet. So so that's why you just want to add hot water instead. Okay. But if you go to Dr. Becker's, you like I say, real food for healthy dogs and cats. It's got a lot of it. It'll walk you through it really nice. And then it will help you understand it. And you can do really good with it. But remember, rotate, rotate, rotate. Don't always just do chicken. Sometimes you do beef. Sometimes you do lamb. Sometimes, you know what I mean, duck, uh, rabbit, you know, whatever. You, you want at least three different proteins to rotate through. So that it, because every protein gets uh, distributed or digested different. Okay. Okay. Okay, so that'll get you going. Any other thing? Um, I just wanted your opinion. Do you think the homemade is better than store-bought? Oh, gosh. Hands down. You bet. Yeah, and if you make uh, an egg for yourself, make an egg for the dog, and that's part of your dog's ration. Just be careful that you don't get the dog fat because now you're giving them, you're going from, like, Chinese food to steak and potato or steak and lobster, okay? Okay. So anyway, so what you want to get in the habit of doing, like, every Sunday when I get home from the radio show, before I feed my dogs, I stand them, and then I take my fingers and start at the shoulder, you know, they're facing away from me. I uh, start with my fingers at the shoulder, and I run it along the rib cage and it should, I should feel the first rib all the way to the back rib and then go into a waistline and then come out to the hips because you want to make sure because every week is different. Some weeks they exercise more, some weeks they don't. So just get used to the feel of your dog and bump up and down uh, like a York dog. If he's starting to feel a little fluffy, you'd bump back by like an eighth of a cup. All right. Okay. Or you go up and down by eighth of a cup, depending on what's going on, how much you know uh, exercise the dog's getting, and it just you just got to get used to. Don't go by how they look. Go by how they feel. Okay. 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 Good luck, and thanks for doing that. It's a little extra Great work. <laughs> okay. Take care. Bye bye. 
yeah, no, no, cooking for a dog, well, you can't go wrong. You know, you don't have to do it every meal. You can, you know, put some, like, you know, Nutrisource in there for one meal because, uh, okay, you know, yeah. that's the thing with everybody thinks if you do, if you cook, you have to always cook. They can't right. get anything else. No, dogs are put on earth to eat everything and anything without getting sick. And so the thing is, is that lucky them, we bring them into our house, we feed them the exact same thing every single solitary day, and we wonder why if they get into the garbage, it's an ER visit. Because you have, you, the, oh. the, the, yeah, because the gut has depleted because it hasn't had different things to break down to keep the enzymes alive and well and going. So, so that's why, yeah, the more variety you can give your dog. And like I said, just like raw, you don't have to feed total raw. You could just do a couple evenings a week with raw. Or and then maybe some home cooking and then some Nutrisource. And, you know, so you can, you can do it all. It, it, it works out great. You just variety, variety. And it's balanced over time and time is one week. Okay, and uh, a man is pushing his car along the road. When he comes to a hotel, he shouts, I'm bankrupt. Why? All right. A man is pushing his car along the road. When he comes to a hotel, he shouts, I'm bankrupt. Why? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Think of a board game. A board game? Oh, okay. Monopoly? Yeah. He's playing Monopoly. <laughs> He's playing Monopoly. Okay. Ding, ding. Yeah. There you go. At least you got it with one hint. Yeah. I mean, I was waiting for the caller. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Let's hey, take the next call. Yes. We have... Craig and he has a rescue that's um, having issues not barking actually. Not barking? Wait a minute. Using my job as my dog is barking too much. How do I stop them? <laughs> okay. Hey, Craig, how you doing? Hi, pretty good. I've had him about a year, but he hasn't made a single peep. Oh, aren't you lucky? Why? Well, <laughs> the only thing, the only peep noise he's ever made is little squeaks when he's having a dream. Oh, okay. I did. I did a uh, death check. I'm like, is this? something really unusual or um he lived his first two years in a cage so i'm like he's very fearful so these two things associated okay no um so you have never heard him bark never oh really what kind of dog is it cocker spaniel oh cocker oh interesting okay and how long have you had him Uh, about a year and a half okay he lived yep his first two years in the cage which brought me to my second concern he's quite bow-legged in the front this is my second Cocker Spaniel. Um, he's a little more stub-nosy, but my first one was taller with a longer snout. Is it just a difference between an American and an English Cocker, or is it a defect from well, it could being be. confined? You no, know, if he's got bull legs, there is a problem. It, it, it could be because he didn't get the proper, proper nourishment, and he was kept in a cage uh-huh. so that you know it was maybe too short, so that he was you know so the, leg, the legs didn't form correct. Okay, is what the possibility? You know, the, the possibility here is is uh, number one not how old is the dog when you got him? Two. Two years old, okay. If he came from a puppy mill, there's a strong possibility he's been debarked, all right? And so that they will just have, uh, some dogs, if they've been debarked, will, uh, the voice will come back, like you say, like a squeak. You know, okay. it's it's not a bark, it's a, it's a squeak. Because <laughs> I, oh, no. I, yeah, I got two, um, uh, poodles from a hoarder, and my, the one older poodle, Lucy, she was debarked. She'd bark, you know, like her, her mouth would open, and she tried to bark, and it was like she had a really bad cold, you know, as okay. uh, 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 
you know, it was kind of like that. Yeah. And so anyway, but has he ever tried to bark at something and you didn't get anything? Have you ever noticed that? No, he just looks at everything like he's under attack. Okay. And see, there again, he might be so worried and scared that he's afraid. You know, fear does two things. It either shuts you up or makes you an overbarker. Because <laughs> okay. fear can be whereas he doesn't want to be recognized. He doesn't want, he wants to be in the shadows. So he doesn't want to cause attention to himself. All right. So all right. by doing that, by not saying anything, but then fear also brings forward where some dogs will overbark because they don't want to have to contend with a person, another dog, and they try to bark them away. So it could just depend on on the uh, personality. And there's no way to know if, if he's been debarked. I mean, there's nothing to look for, you know, okay. type thing. And so the whole thing is, is that uh, just, hey, you're lucky because the biggest thing is, is that most people can't shut their dogs up. Yeah. And that that becomes a problem. So anyway, but that's it. That's, so he could have been debarked since you got him at two because cockers are kind of noted for, bike, you know, barking. And then, um, and then being that he's bow-legged, yeah, my guess he didn't get the right nutrients, and then maybe he was in a kennel that was too small for him. So mm-hmm. as he was growing, you know, it, it, his his bones splayed, okay? Because that's, right. what, that's what will happen to some cats that are too fat, too young. They're, by carrying that extra weight before the joint seal, they'll get bowed legs from carrying too much weight. Yes. Like that, is it painful for the dog? Not well. I imagine it's just like a person, you know, bull-legged person, you um, know, th- that you know, there's extra stress on the joints, and so the big thing is, is that make sure this dog does not carry any extra weight, and that okay. will help the dog tremendously. Okay. All right. I'm hoping that um, he hasn't been debarked, and it's just fear-based because he does make these little, little squeaky things while he's dreaming. So uh-huh. he's capable. Of, I don't know. See, uh, see what you need. To, yeah, see, but you see, really, don't be concerned about. Just be happy okay. <laughs> that he doesn't bark. But right. so don't be make that a concern of yours. But what I would have you do if he's that worried, you need to work on his confidence level. You know, by taking, you know, uh, teaching him tricks, uh, brain teasers, getting him out and play the what is this game. You can play the what is this game in your house to start with. Okay. Put him on a leash and put the leash in your left hand and take your pointer finger of your right hand and then like go touch the corner of a table and go what is this what is this what is this <laughs> and what you're after don't look at the dog just keep looking at the corner of that table what you want is the, the dog to come up and put the nose where your finger is okay. okay now because if he's really fearful he might like try to go behind you and use you as a buffer never ever pull the dog to the situation it has to be his idea so now let's say he's hanging out and he really wants to come up but he you know yeah let's say he takes one paw and moves it towards the table stop saying what is this and praise him like crazy oh look at you that was good of you look at that look at that you're brave yes you were very brave okay then go back to the corner of the table what is this what is this and keep looking at it now if he takes another step quit saying what is this and go praise him you only do that let's say we're working on the corner of the table you only do it three times and then move on to something else and eventually come back to the table don't just sit there for a half hour trying to get him to bring his nose up to your finger just move on because sometimes some dogs have to go away to figure it out and realize well i didn't get hurt i didn't get bit nothing okay the next time it comes around he was going to be a little bit braver and a little bit braver so your goal is is that you could be outside and touch a bush (gasps) 
what is this? What is this? Touch a blade of grass, touch a leaf. So the whole thing is, is that you're working as a team to experience this new experience together. And so now he's getting more trust in you and, uh, and you're building a strong, stronger leadership. So he's looking to you for direction. So like I say, when you're out and about, but start it in the house, do, do, you know, touch a shoe. What is this? What is this? Take a pot from the uh, kitchen and put it in the middle of the living room. Something is where it's not supposed to be, and he might get a little bit worried about that. So work together as a team. And at first, like I say, you keep him on a leash until he understands the concept of this game. And then you don't have to use the leash. You know, you just, because remember, you don't want to pull the dog. It's got to be the dog's idea to bring his nose up to where your finger is. All right. All right. And so just keep baby stepping it and then make, just be the cheerleader when he is brave. Okay. All right. Okay. You take care. You You bet. Bye-bye. Yeah, for a dog not to bark, you know, like I say, either he's doing it out of total fear that I'm not going to make note that I'm I'm here, I'm in the shadows. But uh, yeah, like I said, that's most. I can't even tell you how many calls I get. How do I shut my dog? Well, exactly, <laughs> we get a lot of those. But I didn't know yeah. about the the no barking. Like, yeah, that yeah, they it can could be, be that de- way. What de- be debarked? Or, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's what Lucy was uh, debarked, and so uh, Ethel wasn't. Oh my God, Ethel's. <laughs> Because then that's what happens in puppy mills. If you get some barkers that, you know, they want to be under the wire. They don't want to have, you know, barking dogs, people here, and then they're investigating. And then they're, you know what I mean? All of a sudden, oh, there's a puppy mill back here. And so they want to try to keep it as quiet as possible. If they have a nuisance one Hmm. that is overly barking, that a lot of times they will have them debarked. Uh, Most vets don't do them anymore, but I'm sure for the right money and you find the right vet, that a puppy mill can have so it. So that's okay to do? No, it's not very nice. Right, I was going to say. Because <laughs> you're literally cutting the vocal cords oh. is what you're doing. Yeah. So yeah, so no, it's not nice. And then like I say, sometimes it does come back as a rasp. And sometimes it just never, it's just, it, it, they are totally severed and there's nothing. So, mm. okay. Okay, where are we at, ma'am? Yes, we have Sydney and her dog has this strange throat noise. Uh, strange, or oh, he got noise, no, no yes. noise, and now he got some noise. <laughs> Hi, Sydney, how you doing? Oh, good, thank you. Good, good. Um, what what I, kind of pupper do you have? I have a toy poodle white uh, male, and he's about nine years old. He's very healthy, eats well, everything. Um, he has always, since I had him, since he was six months old, he's always, I, and I don't know how to explain this, but I don't know if it's when he's anxious or excited, but he'll go like this. Oh, okay. That was very do you good. Know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, I do. And that was very I don't good. Know how to you do that. a good imitation. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just uh, some dogs, just like with some humans, you know how some people can sound like Daffy Duck? Okay, uh-huh. and, you know what I mean? And can do uh, weird noises and they, cause they just, their throat, they have developed enough that they can get weird noises and be able to mimic other things. And that's the same thing with dogs, is that if, as long as his heart's okay and his lungs are okay, you know, he's breathing, he doesn't have any kind of problems that way. All it is is you got one of those unique dogs that can make a unique sound for the way you know, he when he gets excited, you know, instead of barking it, you know, he's almost like kind of a internally growling it, you know, whereas uh-huh. it doesn't come out as a yap, 
All right. So oh, yeah. So yeah. So as long as he's he's nine years old, and you said he's been doing it for you know since he was six. Oh yeah. You know oh, months yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So I would say that being that his health is okay, if you're not having any heart problems or lung problems, that basically it's just for some reason the way his vocal cords are that when he gets excited or that you know that's you know how like some people can. Uh, I don't know. Uh, well, let's see. How do you say it? How, you, Julia does it. You know, where when she gets really excited, oh, she snorts. There you go. Okay. When, oh, you I know think- how some people, when they get really excited, they can snort or weird noises uh-huh. can come out. <laughs> and so, like I say, I think, because I can't do that. That's why I sometimes listen to Lori and Julia when Julia gets so, you know, and, and they hear that. It's, where all of a sudden there's a gap, there's nothing, and then there's a snort. <laughs> oh, and okay. I think that's what it is, is that he just, when he gets really excited, because that's what you mentioned, it's not just an everyday occurrence. It's when he gets excited, correct? Yes. yes. Yes, I think so. And yeah. then it's kind of scary to, and for people to see. Yeah, I know. Just um, say my dog makes funny noises. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. yeah you know, don't hit the panic button. Yeah, don't hit the panic button. Just because, but he have had his heart and his lungs checked out, correct? Yeah, he's he's very healthy. Okay. And yeah. Very, yeah. So yeah, so you just yeah. got a unique dog with a unique sound when he gets excited. So be, you know, oh. he's one of a kind. No, not one of a kind. You just got to find somebody else who does the same thing because they're out there. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay, good to know. Okay. Um, can I ask you one last quick question? Well, if you hold on, because we got to run to break. So if you want to hold okay. on when we come back, we'll be happy to answer it for you, okay? Okay, okay you. hold on. Okay, what question can you never answer yes to? What question can you never answer yes to? We'll be back. Oh, that's a good song. All right. What question can you never answer yes to? Um, I don't know. Are you sleeping? Oh. Because <laughs> you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you sleeping? Can't answer anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> All right. Okay, we're back. Okay, City, what was the other question? Okay, I called in about this a while ago. Um, uh, my dog was... Um, uh, uh, getting up at night at like two, three in the morning and wanting to go out and pee. Okay. And so you suggested taking the water away at seven, mm-hmm. um, which I did. Mm-hmm. So now I think what's kind of happened. I'm wondering if he's drinking enough. Um, uh, the most time that a dog needs to drink, unless they're diabetic. Okay, that's a whole different ball game. Okay, and so okay. If, you, if you know he's not diabetic, if he had blood work and such like that, but the most time they need to eat a drink, I mean, is right after they get done eating, and then after they get done playing. That's the main time. Uh, if, there, oh, okay. if there's water always out there, just like if you're sitting at a desk and there's a glass of water there, you're just sitting there. But because it's there, you're gonna take a sip here and a sip there, and before you know it, it's gone, right? And now guess what? You gotta go potty. <laughs> oh. Yeah. So as okay. long as you know he's healthy, that he's not dealing with some kind of health issues, all right? Because now okay. if you're taking the water, now has that worth taking the water to be out up at, at 7? Yes, yes, okay, so, so he's not getting up in the middle of the night? No, and part of that was, I think, uh, I'm a nurse and I work in a hospital, so I have kind of this off schedule yep. with COVID and all yep. that stuff. Okay. 
So I think it might be just kind of throwing them off when I'm home and when I'm not home. And oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it does. And by the way, I thank you for your for your due diligence and for being a nurse <laughs> through sure. all this. But yeah, so that but that's the main thing though. You just got to make sure that the dog is you know not diabetic or de- de- dealing with some kidney and liver issues. Okay. But that's the main thing. Otherwise, dogs, believe it or not, now if you feed dry food dry, that's like eating a box of saltine crackers, and so then okay. they got to drink a lot of water to compensate for the dry matter to rehydrate it so if you rehydrate the dry kibble like with the Nutrisource I'll put that in my bowl and then I'll put hot tap water on it till it floats nicely put it aside Wait a half hour for non-grain free, an hour for grain free, and all okay. the water should be gone. And then I'm going to fluff it with a fork, and then feel the kibble. And if it's pretty or soft to the center, then I'm I'm going to put my supplements in and then feed it. If it still seems too hard, I'm going to add more hot water for a little bit, let it you know rehydrate, and then feed it. So if you rehydrate it, you've already put the water, the moisture in there. Now the dog doesn't have to drink a buttload of water to compensate for all the dry matter that they ate. Okay, good to know. Okay. 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 All right. Okay, okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. All righty then. Who's up next? We have Mary, and her cat is itchy. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got, got the itchies. Two, I've got two itchy cats. So I have four cats in total. Okay. And the older one is 14. Right. Then the other one is 11, mm-hmm. and we thought they had fleas, so we treated them for fleas, and they are scratching and scratching and scratching. Yeah, yep, because you used the medicated shampoo, didn't you? Um, oh, my heavens, try and shampoo these cats. Yep, I know, been there, done that. I've got it down to a science. <laughs> yeah. And so what did you do? Did so, you use a shampoo or what did, how did you treat the cats? Um, I treated the cats with um, the, like, flea stuff. Like what? Well, um, I, I mean, can look. It's like um Is it an oral advantage. thing or to chop? What? Advantage. Yeah, that we can... you go to, you know, right between their collarbones. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, throw it in the garbage. Okay. Oh. It's very toxic. Okay. Did you read the labels? Did you read? That's the thing. And anytime you're going to do anything like that with any animal, dog, cat, read the read the label. And just and if you need a hazmat suit to put it on, okay, and you think that's going to be healthy and safe for the dogs or the cats. And so, like I said, so too much, especially with cats, their system is so little and so fast that it can, uh, like I say, they can get toxified pretty fast. So anyway, okay. So the thing is, is that did you find any fleas? Um, no, okay. I have not. So if you didn't find any fleas, there was no reason to use any kind of, you know, chemicals on the cat. But anyway, so we, it's done. It's the water under the bridge. So now we got to repair. All right. So now, um, okay. the big thing is, is that you're going to have to get some more fish or get some more omega threes and sixes in their diet. What food are you feeding? Um, right now it is, um, the Rachel Frey, uh, dry food. Okay, okay. I would strongly suggest. I know you got four cats, but uh, to try to repair the system and then get their coat better. Uh, is are any of them throwing up at all? Um, only the oldest one that okay. is fourteen. Yep. Okay. Good. And 
periodically. I mean, yep. not like no, not on a regular basis, but every once in a while you walk around the corner and squish there is. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And it isn't have anything to do with what you just did now, yeah. but I mean, okay. Okay. And then um, what what I was starting to suggest if these were my cats, number one, I'd put them on good grain free canned cat food, grain free canned cat food, no dry whatsoever. And so, especially with winter coming or now that the furnace coming on. Okay, Mike, at one time, I don't, you know, don't faint. I, at one time, I had 32 cats, okay? And oh, so this, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, I mean, I've been there, done that, you know, whatever. So, the thing is, is that uh, the, what the cats are, came from the desert, all right? They, yeah. are, they were meant to get their moisture from what they eat. Well, lucky them. We come, we bring them in our house, and we feed them a box of saltine crackers every day. And then when, and, and a lot of people say, well, geez, my cat can't drink enough water. That screams that that dog or that cat's diet digestive system is in the toilet and so what we got to do and then when they start throwing up that's where the pancreas is having a hard time dealing with the dry uh, that dry matter and trying to get enough moisture to compensate okay. so that's why if you can go to good grain-free canned cat food i would rotate them totally over it and then every once in a while if you want to use dry like the pure vita for like a treat that you want to throw on the floor for them to go find the pure vita from nutrisource is really good because it's a ones would you want the grain free but anyway because it's a one source like when it says turkey it's only turkey if it says duck it's only duck but anyway so the thing is Nutrisource itself has seven that does not have chicken in it and that was the biggest problem that i had is because i have a cat that has uh, a chicken allergy to try to find a grain free canned food that's good with no chicken it was like so i was i kept bugging Nutrisource, and then they decided to come out with seven different ones that does not have any chicken in whatsoever so that because so I'm, you think these itchy um, things on my cats are because of diet? You bet. I would bet. Well, the, the chemicals didn't help the system at all. <laughs> but anyway, but so nobody, I've had people that have switched from uh, the dry food to the grain-free good canned food. And I said, just do it for two weeks. And if you don't notice a difference in their coat and a difference in your litter box, then I'm full of holes. Okay, because well, it only yeah, that's okay. So yeah, I should it only takes yep. Yeah, it only takes fresh. two weeks to start seeing the difference when you start g- giving them instead of giving them the dry matter for their system. Because now with all the cats that I've had in my house, people would go, "Oh, where do they sleep?" You couldn't tell where the cat slept. There was not hair everywhere. And because they were fed a good diet, they didn't itch. Their coat was awesome. And they weren't shedding. Any dog or cat, when they shed a lot between their normal shedding periods, they're low in their omega-3s and 6s, and it has to do with what they're eating. In the cat's case, it's quicker changed over by going to a grain-free canned food. And so that's... Well, and these poor little girls, I mean, okay, 14 and 11 years old, I mean... They're scratching themselves raw. Yep, 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 yep. And so that's why get okay. get them off, okay. and then uh, don't do any more chemicals. None. All right, you're not doing okay. any more chemicals on now. How long ago did you put that stuff on them? Um, I did that like six months ago. Oh, six months ago. Maybe. Okay. okay, I was thinking it was a couple weeks ago. Okay, okay, yeah. No. So what we're gonna do is no. nick the chemicals. Now, are you not doing any vaccinations? Are you? Um, absolutely not. Good, and thank you. I live in South Carolina, so oh. that's where 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, fleas are like. Oh yeah, no, no, I, yeah, I get it. And so then also sardines in oil. I mean, oil. Get canned sardines oh. in water. Canned sardines in water, and do feed do the canned sardines at least two days a week. That's their breakfast and their dinner because Dad has a lot of the omegas in there and will help with their coat also. And if you oh, go to, they will love me. Yeah, yes, they will. More. And if you go to <laughs> NutrisourcePetFoods.com, they have a locator. So where you live, you'll be able to find their products because it's all yeah, over. And hello, I can, you know, hello, ordered it online. There you go. There you go. Okay. okay Keep awesome. me posted. Thank, Thank you. you. You bet. Bye-bye. I never ask questions, but am always answered. What am I?